What's up, family? You are tuned into Law and Disorder, a podcast where we expose the cracks in our system, agitate for resistance, and collectively build a new world in which all of us can thrive. From KPFA Radio and the Pacifica Network, I'm your host, Kat Brooks. 47 Alameda County sheriffs were relieved of their duties this week, meaning they lost their badges and guns because they got a D on psychological exams, some going back as far as 2016. This is one of the most violent sheriff's departments in the country. Upwards of 60 people have died inside of their walls since 2014 under their air quotes leadership of Sheriff Greg Ahern. The streets have a saying, if it happened inside, it wasn't suicide. We're going to talk about what's going on with James Birch, who's the deputy uh, director of the Anti-Police Terror Project. Good morning, James. Good morning, Kat. Thanks for having me. Thanks so much for joining us. All right, James, how did we get here? What triggered the internal audit that uh, uh, allowed us to have this revelation of what's happening over there? Uh, absolutely. Uh, uh, unfortunately, uh, like in many situations, uh, it was a... Uh, 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 an act of violence that prompted this investigation in the first place. This audit came uh, a month uh, after the arrest of an Alameda County Sheriff's deputy, uh, Devin Williams Jr., uh, who is in custody on suspicion of uh, uh, killing, shooting and killing a, a couple uh, uh, in their home, uh, again, just, just recently. And following uh, that heinous act, um, the... Sheriff's Department started reviewing the psychological evaluations of all sheriff's deputies to see if Devin Williams had passed his eval. Uh, uh, and then what they discovered at that time was that although Devin Williams had passed his psychological evaluation, 47 sheriff's deputies dating back to 2016 uh, have received uh, 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 a result from their psychological evaluation that says that they're not suitable for duty. Uh, uh, and and. At the state level, POST, which certifies all sworn officers, has said that if you do not receive a satisfactory psych eval, you are not allowed to serve as a sworn officer. And so that's what the Sheriff's Department is dealing with right now. You said something that just struck me, James Birch, and that is, uh, once again, it was an act of violence that caused revelations about bad behavior inside of a law enforcement agency. And I was reminded of, that's how we, we... got the Celeste Guap scandal as well, right? The young woman who ultimately came forward and said that she had been um, raped, sexually trafficked by 14 law enforcement agencies, including the Oakland Police Department and, by the way, the Alameda County Sheriff's. Um, But it was an act of violence that that brought that to the light as well, correct? Uh, It absolutely was. And and just like in that case, what we're wondering right now is uh, how uh, how far this goes. Right with 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 the uh, rape scandal surrounding Celeste Glup, one of the things as advocates we lamented was that we did we felt like there was more information out there. Obviously, this isn't the one time that the police have been doing this, and if it had been properly investigated, who knows how many officers would have been implicated? Right. Same questions here. You know, with these forty-seven deputies, uh, what if your loved one had been killed by one of these forty-seven deputies? Right. Or by several. Right. I think of cases like the murder of DeWarren Armstrong by multiple sheriff's deputies. What are the odds that one of them was not allowed under law to serve as a sheriff? Right. Uh, Also, those who received criminal charges as a result of their interactions with these deputies or the deputies have written down the information that the uh, D.A. uses to prosecute. Uh, uh, um, These I mean, again, these are basically folks who who have no right to be serving as as law enforcement officers in, in our 
uh, potentially a danger. And so, you know, not only are there concerns for the safety of our communities, but there's also the, the legal fallout from this is, is, is really unimaginable from my perspective. Yeah, I saw uh, Alameda County Public Defender Brendan Woods talk about all of his clients that now, right, perhaps their cases are going to be reopened because they were um, arrested by some of these sheriffs. Um, James, walk us through what Sheriff Greg Ahern was supposed to do with these deputies when he saw that they got a grade of D and what was done instead. Um, well, so what we heard from the sheriff's department, uh, is that, uh, uh, uh they know, uh, and their council, the county council has confirmed that any candidate who has a, uh, what it's called a D not suited is the grade that they get, cannot serve as a peace officer in the state of California, right? Full stop. That's the, that's, that's, uh, uh, that is the law, right? And so, you know, for these officers, it's kind of a, a sorry um, but, but, but no, thank you. And, and, and again, these, you know, some of the officers, uh, who applied for, for, for jobs at Alameda County Sheriff's Department, uh, most certainly applied for jobs at other departments first and returned away. It's, 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 it's clearly, clearly something that, that has happened here. And so what Sheriff Ahern should have done, um, is, is that should have been it for these officers. But what we know, uh, um, from, from the sheriff's own mouth, is he's looking for another psyche valve for these 47 deputies so they can get a passing grade, uh, so they can get back to work. That's what it seems like from the sheriff's department is, hey, don't worry, this is just a, a, a stumbling block. We'll get you back on the street as soon as possible. And mind you, these deputies are still being paid at this time, right? So we'll get you back on the street as soon as possible. And, uh, you know, that... Uh, it's, 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 it is not, it's just, I can't even say it's disappointing because it's no surprise from Sheriff Ahern. But again, these are, those are folks who, who, uh, have been evaluated as not fit to, uh, serve in this capacity. And that's something that should generate concern for anyone, right? Again, this is a sheriff who's, who's, who was just subject to a multi-year lawsuit over the conditions for people suffering mental health episodes in his jail, Right. And now we're learning that not only did he care about that, did he not care about those the the the, the health or well being of those persons who are detained inside? He he doesn't care who uh, administers uh, his jail as well, right? He allows you know basically anyone's allowed to work at the jail is what we're understanding, and he, and he has said very clearly that if he can get another uh, uh, psychologist to uh, approve, then these deputies will be back at work in no time. Which is something that, like is terrifying because if you're having psychological issues, that requires some work with a therapist, right? That requires some healing to occur before you go back to, to duty. And that's certainly not going to happen in just a couple of weeks. They clearly failed for a reason. I, I guess Ahern is thinking that the, the psychologist that gave the exam didn't know what they were talking about. And James, given the violence of policing as an institution and as an abolitionist and an advocate working to, to eradicate state terror from our communities... What, from your perch, is the importance or should be the heft of 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 someone that is psychologically psychologically unfit to be carrying badges and guns in our communities? Uh, I mean, this is this is just a, a clear issue where uh, common sense is being subverted to the to the uh, to the strength of the Alameda County Sheriff's Department if we don't do something about it. 
again, these are people who you can imagine that the bar for becoming a police officer, you know, these psyche valves aren't rigorous examinations, right? The bar is very low for law enforcement officers. I want to be abundantly clear about that, right? So if there's 47 uh, 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 sheriff's deputies who've received a failing grade, it's for a reason. Right. And another thing I think it's really important to bring up is there's there's due to be due to uh, what we to believe. So we believe to be some ill advised litigation, uh, a massive expansion of Santa Rita jail. Right. So this whole problem became began, it seems, when Alameda County Sheriff's Department needed to hire dozens more officers and couldn't find people to fill those roles. Right. So uh, what do you do then? You lower your standards. Right. So it's terrifying that they're slated to, to hire, you know, maybe 150, 200 more deputies to, to, to in this first round of jail expansion. Right. And they can't even they can't even find 50 cops who can pass a psyche valve. Right. You know, and so, you know, you and I, we, we know that the system uh, uh, is not designed to work for us and it's and it's falling apart at the seams. And this is just the latest instance. James, you mentioned uh, the conditions for folks with mental health conditions inside of Santa Rita, and there was an audit of that, and then now the the jail is under consent to decree, decree, excuse me, to improve those conditions. There was a big audit to to unearth what was happening inside of Santa Rita jail. Are you surprised that this was missed? Yeah, yes, I, I honestly am, and, and I can't say because I haven't been involved in the in the litigation or, or the, the multiple examinations into what's going on at Santa Rita Jail. But I, I know that I'm sure there are a bunch of people um, wondering how this got, how we've gotten this far uh, without this being unearthed. And and from our perspective, and from my perspective, I'm wondering, you know, how many people have lost their lives or have had their lives uh, irreparably damaged. Uh, because of the uh, because of this decision by the sheriff's department uh, and the failure of you know any oversight body to discover what had happened. And I know that just this just hit, and I know because I work with you over there. But APTP is sort of figuring out what next steps are. But what do you see as some potential things on the horizon for community? Um, I, I mean, there definitely needs to be a mobilization to the uh, Alameda County Board of Supervisors, right? And they need to. Uh, use uh, all of their power to make sure that this investigation does not have an investigation that occurs through post and uh, uh, the Alameda County Sheriff's Department alone, right? We need an independent investigation into what's happened here, right? Uh, and in, in addition, we, we need to make sure uh, that everyone who has interacted with these deputies um, is that we as a community locate them and make sure that they're apprised of all of their rights uh, and that we support them in their journey uh, from here um, through however long this takes. Because again, we're talking about people who may have lost loved ones due to this uh, decision, may have uh, uh, received felony charges, may have had their lives inexorably changed, right? And so uh, our job as activists is to make sure that all those people are, are, are in their power. Uh, uh, and not continually disempowered, which is the hope of the Alameda County Sheriff's Department. All right, James Birch, we've got to leave it there. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Thanks for having me, Cap.
James Birch is the deputy director for the Anti-Police Terror Project. We're going to continue this conversation now with Jose Bernal. He is the organizing director at the Ella Baker Center and, and someone that has been on the front lines of fighting to expose um, the conditions at Santa Rita Jail to agitate folks into um, to resisting and, and into resistance and organizing and into building alternatives um, to how we do the violence of how we do public safety uh, in Alameda County and this country. Good morning, Jose. Good morning, Kat. Thanks for having me. Thanks so much for coming on the air, brother. Um, your reaction when you heard the news that 47 Alameda County Sheriff deputies received a D, some of these exams going as far back to 2016 on their psychological exams, but were allowed to continue roaming the streets of our communities with badges and guns. Yeah, this is absolutely infuriating uh, on so many levels. And I know I, I talked to a lot of folks about this and, you know, some of the response I get, well, you know, it's, it's, it's terrible, it's horrible, but it's not shocking. And to me, it actually is shocking and not for the reasons that I, I don't think that they would do something like this. I think the the piece that, that get, uh, is missing here sometimes in, in how we talk about this is that the sheriff knew about this. A number of officials knew about this dating back to 2016. And their level of um, autonomy, their level of um, not believing there's any consequences, thinking they can do whatever they want, is so high, so much that they said, well, it doesn't, you know, they failed their psych exam. Uh, they're not qualified, you know, by the own standards that they said, which is already rigged. Um, and we're not going to do anything about it. We're just going to let them because there's no consequences. Um, to me, that's, that's the shocking piece that Ahern, uh, and his command staff, um, are, are so entrenched in this culture of cruelty in this culture of no accountability that they, they basically could do whatever they want. And even with the, with the letter that was sent out, uh, informing these, uh, deputies that they were quote unquote relieved of law enforcement duty. So basically just put on desk duty. Um, there is. Uh, basically like eye winks in, in this letter. Uh, you know, the, the, the letter ends with, quote-unquote, our intention is to resolve this issue as quickly as possible. We also intend to have you return to full-duty status once you obtain, and they even quote, suitable findings. So it's it just horrendous, horrendous situation, and it does um, shock me to an extent. No consequences. You said that a, a, a few times, and... That is probably because the sheriff's uh, bosses, for lack of a better word, are in theory supposed to be the board of supervisors who we've seen do nothing, right, despite scandal and after scandal and death after death inside of that jail. How much of this responsibility lies at the feet of the county board of supervisors and what are you demanding that they do right now? Yeah, this is really where the Board of Supervisors, um, and this isn't the only instance, there's been numbers, numbers of instances um, where we could see leadership from the Board of Supervisors, and we're really not seeing it. Um, you know, it, it, they could do something basic, something very performative, that's not even um, consequential, just putting out a statement. But so far, uh, there's crickets. We, we hear nothing, nothing from county leadership. Um, but we can use an example of Los Angeles County Board of Supervisors um, in terms of what you can do, how you can hold sheriffs accountable. Um, and the first thing the Board of Supervisors can do is put a statement out saying they're outraged, this is um, awful, 
The second thing is um, that the, uh, the Board of Supervisors controls the budget. And the Board of Supervisors um, can call for hearings. Uh, they can find out um, requests for more information in terms of who knew about this, why were they allowed, um, what interactions that they have, request a release of information. They could also request for an independent investigation from the Attorney General's office. They could do a number of things, um, and we're not seeing it. Uh, and to that extent, I would also say that um, Sheriff Ahern is on his way out, and there's a new sheriff um, who's going to take uh, power in January. And so far, I've heard crickets from Yesenia Sanchez as well. Uh, and this is probably the highest-ranking you know, sheriff person in the department right now, um, who basically, you know, there, there's not, before she could make the excuse and say, well, I have to be careful. I have a boss, you know, I, I, I may lose my job X, Y, and Z, but she's basically has, has a job guarantee, you know, coming in January. So she could take a lot of, of positions right now, uh, very publicly, very openly. Uh, but again, I'm hearing crickets from her. And that's exactly where I was going to go next was to Yesenia Sanchez, because what is also true, I mean, in addition to the fact that she could speak out, um, you know, the, the fear of retribution from Ahern is is gone. She worked at the sheriff's, uh, she's been a sheriff. She worked at the jail this whole entire time. And this seems to have been an open secret. The folks knew that this was happening. There's also the allegation that um, Ahern would use these tests to um, nix people he didn't like. But if, you know, you you were, were his friend or he was friendly with you, he would allow you to stay on. It's very likely that, that Yesenia mm-hmm. Sanchez knew this was happening. Yeah, I... I... I, it's very likely that she did know that this was happening. It's very likely um, that she has known a lot of things in that department. Um, you know, she is not someone who um, is in, in the rank and file in the department. She's pretty much high up there. She's a, um, literally the commander of Santa Rita Jail. You know, and so if I could use an analogy, is uh, think of it as a, as a cruise line. And Ahern runs the cruise line. Ahern is in charge of the cruise line. Uh, but who runs the ship? That's Yesenia. It's her ship, you know. And so all of the atrocities, all of the horrific instances of human rights abuse, all of the horrific instances of state violence where our folks have literally died inside Santa Rita jail, um, Yesenia Sanchez has overseen all of that. Um, and so, you know, if you're the, the captain of the ship and you get news like this, well, which, again, I think she already knew, um, this is very serious. This is very concerning. And uh, I've also spoken to some of the families recently um, about this, and they're enraged, too, some of the families that have lost loved ones inside Santa Rita. Um, and it really begs the question of how many of these deputies interacted, um, you know, with, with uh, their loved ones. Uh, and that's just the instances of egregious state violence where, uh, you know, uh, people have been killed inside Santa Rita. There's other instances where they're horrific, um, and, and so we, we need to know. We need full transparency. We need the names. Uh, we need a whole whole uh, system of accountability. Uh, and also, you know, from what I was able to uh, gather is that the sheriff has full discretion over this, um, you know, quote-unquote new exam that they're going to get in terms of who he decides he, he's going to rehire or not. Uh, and I suspect he's going to hire all 47 of them again. 
you you segued right into my next question. You know, I've been thinking about the families, right? The the families of Dewan Armstrong, Matthew Harry, Tuck Pham, Charles and Chris Ballard, Brian Hirano, Nick Pena, Maurice Monk, Paul Giacomoni, and that's just a handful, right? Uh, upwards of 60 people since 2014. Um, uh, we're going to continue to cover this, but Jose, what are you looking at in terms of Ella Baker Center? Um, I know us at APTP, we're trying to figure, you know, we're figuring out the campaign and, and, and talking to you and others. What do you see as next steps from the ground in terms of demanding accountability and change? Yeah, no, I definitely think, um, you know, we are going to uplift, you know, the, the demands of the families in this case, um, you know, folks that have been severely impacted by this. And right now, I think the, the main um, thing that we need is full transparency on this. Um, so, again, who are these 47 deputies? Who did they interact with? Um, because that really raises concerns. And, you know, I think all of the cases that they've been involved in should be dismissed. Uh, and I think the families deserve to know as well who, who they are. Um, and then um, who knew about this for how long? Why did they, uh, at least to them, according to them, why did they decide uh, not to take any action? Um, we need full transparency right now. Uh, I think that's key, and we need accountability. We need uh, both the sheriff's deputies to be held accountable and as well as Ahern and his, his leadership uh, for allowing this, continuing this. Um, and if they're not held accountable, again, we're going to see these 47 deputies uh, rehired back on duty Um taken some um, exam that was probably handpicked by Ahern, um, you know, so that they could pass. So, uh, yeah, we need we need transparency and accountability right now. All right, Jose Bernal, we are going to leave it there, but I, there will be much more to come. I want to thank you so much for joining us this morning. Thank you for covering this, Ken. Thanks for inviting me. You've been listening to Law and Disorder, a podcast where we expose the cracks in our system, agitate for resistance, and collectively build a new world in which all of us can thrive. That's it for this episode, family. You can find more information about topics and guests in this episode's show notes. Law and Disorder is produced at KPFA. That's listener-supported radio on the Pacifica Network. The show is produced by Jesse Strauss and hosted by me, Kat Brooks. Our theme music was composed by Steve Raskin of Fort Knox 5. If you like what you heard, please follow us on social media at Law and Dis, that's D-I-S, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Feel free to holler at us about something you heard or send us a show idea at lawanddisorder at kpfa.org. You can also find our content live at 8 a.m. weekdays on KPFA. That's 94.1 FM in the Bay Area. Our show and all of KPFA's programs are funded exclusively by you, the listener. And if you're in a position to support us, please donate today at kpfa.org. Take care of yourself and take care of each other. We all we got, fam. <laughs>